Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Mandy, and I hope you're having a fantastic day whenever you're listening to it. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in the world right now, so I hope you are staying safe, staying alert, and just trying to enjoy life. <laughs> Before we get into today's show, I want to give the usual shout outs to our Podbelly fellow podcasts. Um, Podbelly.com is a great website if you're just trying to find a new podcast to listen to, want to see what's out there, want to kind of look in one place without having to search for different topics or titles. It's a great compilation of them all with ones such as All Things Star Wars, Art and Jacob Do America, Changing Hearts and Minds, and Nerds on Topic. I mean, there's basically any kind of podcast you could ever want to listen to all on all on one site. So I was just checking it out. <laughs> and today's topic is, again, a bit of a fun one, something different than I normally do. We are talking about orbs, but not just any orbs. We're talking about alien orbs. Um, it started off, I put a post on Reddit a while ago looking for stories of either paranormal, conspiracy, those kind of things in Northern Ontario, from which is where I'm from, which is what I wanted to do more topics on. And there's a lot of the usual posts, which are like, you know, the usual stories of some unsolved murders in the area, some typical legends. But there was one post that sort of stuck out and it was someone saying that they had um, a couple experiences that they wanted to share. So we went back and forth in messages for a little bit and they gave me their story. Um, they said I could use it with the promise of not even using their username, so I'm not going to include that. And they said that, you know, these are things that they had been thinking about for a while and they wanted to share, so it happened to be about some, some aliens, some alien type orbs. So we're going to get into their two cases, like their two stories of events that happened to them and talk about some other ones that have been going on in Northern Ontario. Um, before I get into it, I guess a little bit more background on the area. So Northern Ontario, where I like doing a lot of the topics lately, it's pretty isolated. Uh, we're between the Manitoba border to the west and Southern Ontario to the southeast and it's just a pretty isolated stretch. Um, if you want to get to the next major big city, it's at least a six to eight hour drive in either direction. There's a lot of other smaller towns. My city is about 110,000 people, which is pretty normal for the area. Um, but you know, you want to get actually to a bigger metropolis type city. It's, you know, eight hours to the west is Winnipeg and 20 hours to the east is, you know, all the Southern Ontario ones like Toronto and Ottawa and everything. So that's pretty far. Um, there's a lot of woods and trees and a lot of isolated area that isn't developed or inhabited. Um, so it's pretty, you know, open to interpretation of, you know, whatever, whatever you want. Um, there's a lot of reports of aliens and cryptids and ghosts and weird paranormal stuff. A lot of reports of aliens. And I haven't really dug deep into aliens too much because aliens sort of bother me. Um, I believe in aliens and I think that they're more creepy to me than ghosts or, you know, those kind of things. Bigfoot. And so I don't really spend a lot of time talking about aliens. I think I've been kind of avoiding the topic um, on a personal level for a while. But I figured... Hey, it's probably a good time to start doing that and to get into those a bit more. 
So let's get into those stories. So like I said, this story comes from a Reddit user. I'm not including their name, their username to protect their own privacy. Um, I haven't, well, I mean, I can't really validate um, what happened to them, but this is their own account. So in their own words. <laughs> the first event occurred about 18 years ago in the municipality of Nibin. We had a lovely piece of property that spanned 70 plus acres. We had several fields that were surrounded by thick, dense boreal forest and the trees were about 50 feet tall. It had just gotten dark and you could barely make out the tips of the trees against the sky. It was already quite dark. My sister, mother, brother, and a couple of family friends and I were relaxing in the sun after a long day. We were just casually chatting about things and we were going on about life at the time when my brother, who was looking out the windows, gestured to all of us in a very concerned tone and said, well, what the hell is that? <laughs> we chuckling responded and he pointed out the window where we all saw a very strange light moving through the field edge. Now the edge of the field was easily about 150 feet away from us, but this light was still the size of about the size of a basketball. It was weird looking. There's no other way to describe it. It was not casting light to the ground. There was no glow like you'd expect to see cast by something of that size. We all hushed up and watched this orb, I'm guessing, move from the right side of the field to the left. No one said anything. It took about 30 seconds for it to move from the far side to the other. When it got to the edge of the field, it came back. It did this about four times. My sister panicked and called my father who was downstairs. He came up just in time to see it after it had finished one more straight pan of the field edge and then disappeared down to where we had a river. We didn't know what to make of it. We just kind of sat there speculating, like, what the hell was it? What did we just see? And when my brother said, it's coming back, we all pressed against the windows once more. Only this time, there was a second one with it. This one was smaller, but not by much. And its color was slightly different, but again, only slightly. This time, they both entered the tree line fast. Again, these trees are about 40 feet tall, spruce, pine, poplar, and birch. They ne had never been cut. They were old growth trees. These orbs were about 25 feet off the ground, racing from one end of the field to the other. The orbs would switch places at the end and then dart back to the opposite side. Then it was over. What the, whatever the hell they were just disappeared down the river and were gone. We never saw them again. It was the singular most questioning experience I've had in my life. My family still talks about it. We have no idea what the hell they could have been. And all I know is that it was weird. It was also was the last time my sister and I felt comfortable playing outside after dark because, well, fuck that. <laughs> so there's their first story of some crazy lights, some orbs that they saw. Again, when you typically think of orbs, they're more, I guess, like ghost orbs and not alien orbs. So these are more alien light orbs, which there's a lot of stories of, but I don't want to confuse the two, the two types of orbs <laughs> that I'm talking about today. So I would freak out too if I saw giant basketball-sized lights moving around the field where I live, moving back and forth in a pattern, not just sort of passing by and gone, and then a second one appearing and coming back with it. Because, again, that's, uh, that's really crazy <laughs> to me. So not only did this happen to them once in their life, that doesn't happen to most people, there was a second event that happened to this person as well. The second event occurred at Chippewa Park nine years ago, and that's sort of... Chippewa Park is an area where there's a park on the lake, and there's like a beach and a playground and like a small amusement park, 
And a lot of people go there um, either during the day for fishing or at night just sort of hang out. So it's just like a public park type area on the lake. So the second event occurred at Chippewa Park nine years ago. I had taken to the habit of enjoying some simple fishing off the break wall. You can catch some amazing pike down there just after nightfall. So I was enjoying myself and casting a few lines, nothing out of the ordinary, when I caught a glimpse of a light in my peripherals. It was bright. I thought it was a low-lying plane because the water bombers had been practicing pickups there a week earlier. When I turned my attention to it, I quickly realized that it was, in fact, not a plane, but an orb. Again, the same as my prior story, no light, just color, bright. It did not cast a glow on the clouds around it, and it was bright like you'd expect a fluorescent orange ball for road hockey, but the color was strange. It wasn't orange or red. It wasn't really a color I'd seen before. That's the best way I can describe it. Anyways, this thing went above and over the lake and disappeared behind the fading silhouette of the sleeping giant, which is a rock structure in our lake. <laughs> now, as I was ready to just chalk that up to wow, that was kind of neat, and finish my fishing, but no, this orb came back over the sleeping giant, but this time it was not orange, but a menacing color of red. It came over the mountain and down to the lake and then started b coming back towards me. I noped the fuck out of there. I'm sorry, but I've seen enough horror movies. I got on my bike and pedaled the hell out of there. No way I was sticking around to see anymore. So there you go. It's another case of a giant weird orb, I guess, kind of coming up and attacking the guy. Um, not really attacking him, but coming back with like a menacing color. So it does seem maybe it was more threatening. Um, it's weird to me that these orbs, basketball-sized orbs, are just sort of flying around. Um, it's not something that I would think of with here. And until I'd heard the story, it's not something that, you know, I had really heard of in the area. So having these two events, I decided to look into it a bit more, um, just from my own point of view, just to see, okay, what is going on? I've heard there's a lot of reports in the area of aliens and such, and I figured I'd do some more Googling <laughs> to see if there's other cases weird alien or balls or lights in the area and surprisingly I found that there was quite a lot. There was even a more recent one which was submitted to MUFON which is the oh, mutual UFO network um, so that's probably the one that a lot of people are familiar with when they hear about aliens and alien cases and Project Blue Book and all those reports of Area 51 and everything so MUFON's pretty pretty popular and famous for that kind of stuff. And there is this case from Thunder Bay, which is where I'm from, in November 2019, which is pretty recent <laughs> to this recording anyways. So according to an anonymous testimony posted on the Mutual UFO Network online database, a local resident claimed to have seen an orange object that later broke into two dimmer orbs hovering over the Canadian town. The report states, It started as what I thought was a large plane coming in for landing in the distant west, five to ten miles out maybe. I live by the airport and have seen incoming aircraft a zillion times in my 50 plus years. I walked from the kitchen window from where I first spotted it and went back out to the deck for a closer look. At this point I realized the light wasn't descending either, so my thought went to the maybe being a helicopter instead. Given the location of the light being near to the air ambulance airport base, this made sense. That and the orange hue of light made me think it was an air ambulance helicopter as they are orange in color. As I continued watching it for another minute, the light just seemed to dim out of the sky. It was mind-boggling to see a light fade in the sky and no chopper or engine noise or anything. 
A bit dumbfounded, I sat back down to a movie that was playing, and the next thing I knew, I sensed a bright flash in my peripheral vision. My cat was startled before me, and I turned to see a bright, soft orange glowing orb about 100 feet up and about 300 feet to the west, basically over the next city street for me. I grabbed my phone to record it on max zoom, but by the time I got anything on film, the orb had broken into two dimmer orbs. It was too close to me at that point to want to step back out on the deck, preferring relative safely of the indoors. I have seen other videos online that match what I experienced regarding orbs over Lake Superior. Make of it what you want. There's another case of someone seeing similar type orbs. Um, So it seems like it's an ongoing thing in Northern Ontario, Northwestern Ontario where I am. Um, Again, I dug a little bit deeper on the MUFON website, so I tried... I tried looking more on the MUFON website as much as I could. Um, it wants you to have a paid annual membership to even search stuff, which I think is kind of shitty. That like I get that it's an organization or whatever, but for regular people, like maybe I want to look into this and maybe I don't want to pay $100 just to have access to your database. Um, but in Googling, I did find another site called the National UFO Reporting Center, which is New Fork. <laughs> New Fork and MUFON. Um, and on that website, they're... I counted through and searched Thunder Bay, and approximately there was about 20 reports of orbs over the last 15 years or so. And that's just reported ones to this National UFO Reporting Center. So that does include MUFON, doesn't include uh, reports that people didn't, you know, report that they just sort of kept in themselves or told their friends and family. And it kind of goes to show that there probably is a lot of weird alien orbs in the area. And I remember years ago watching this other show and I can't remember what it was, but it was like farmers talking about people like their relatives and other farmers they know about having similar experiences where they had a field and this big ball of light would come down and land in the field and it just sort of moved around and it was probably bigger than a basketball. I want to say it was more like, I don't know, the size of like a pretty big pumpkin, I guess. And they would they would see it come down in the field and just sort of hover around and move across the field and leave and it seemed to come on a pretty regular basis. They hired some investigators to go out there and take a look and it just sort of, you know, they they didn't really have any evidence of it. Like it didn't leave burn marks on the grass or any of the crops or the dirt or anything. Nothing was disturbed on the ground. It was just this light that would come and, and move around. And so it was kind of kind of hard for them to tell if it was a real like 3D type object or if it was just a light from something. So there's a lot of weird cases with lights. Um, like I said, a lot of people tend to associate um, orbs more to ghosts, I guess. It seems like ones that are alien lights are usually bigger in the sky. Um, there's Phoenix lights and all these other reports of lights that are in the sky more than sort of closer to the ground and smaller orb shapes. But I think it's kind of interesting that there's several of these reports. There's a few, you know, here that have similar type incidents. And there's a lot of reports from the last 20 years. And looking at them, they're probably not people who know each other. I don't think it's someone just searching for incidents that happened that are trying to make the stories up. I mean, I think that they're probably legitimate reports. Something that's going on that's weird that people are seeing and it's not really talked about much. Um... So something I'm probably going to try, you know, maybe look into more, maybe go and do an investigation myself <laughs> in some of these areas. Um, that's something that I'm looking at doing this summer again, doing more investigations, getting out there, either ghost hunts or just sort of, you know, 
taking pictures and going to weird, creepy places and see what I can find. Um, I'd like to have some of these experiences myself or see something for myself. And I think that's a great time to do it because it's warmer in the summer and you don't want to be out there in minus 40 degree weather tromping through feet of snow. Um, so <laughs> that is my story on the orbs. Um, I know it's a bit of a short one this week and I've just had a lot going on but I really wanted to talk about orbs and make sure make sure podcast got out um I know I don't need to talk about a lot about current events and stuff um but I've just been pretty busy in my own life so hopefully you've enjoyed these stories of weird alien orbs in northwestern Ontario and we'll have more fun northern Ontario cases for you soon Thanks for listening to the podcast. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast apps. Just look for the podcast. And as well, the Podbelly Network. Check them out at podbelly.com on the internet for all your podcast needs and wants. And you can find my shop at shop.littlegeekloss.com with all my fun t-shirts as well as everything else, you know, for me at littlegeekloss.com on the internet. Check that out as well.